Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Buddy Issue. Uh, I'm Hila Lur, I'm the coordinator of Buddy in Perform and I'm also going to be your host for this podcast series. Uh, to be honest, I feel a bit nervous, but hopefully I have an amazing guest, a Brooklyn-based artist, Stas uh, Ginsberg, and I'm going to ask several questions. But before all, how are you, Stas? Hi, Hilal. I'm doing well. I'm here in New York. It's kind of a gray, cold winter day here. Yeah, same. <laughs> same in Istanbul. Yeah, well, a lot of snow on the ground, too. Yeah. Before asking you some questions about uh, arts, we would like to learn a bit more about yourself. Uh, sure. Uh, so originally I'm from Russia, from mm -hmm. a city called Orenburg, which is mm -hmm. on the southern tip of Ural Mountains, near the border with Kazakhstan. Uh -huh. And uh, my whole family immigrated to the U.S. back in uh, 99, so um, a long time ago, and we came as Jewish refugees. Mm -hmm. And I've been in Brooklyn ever since. Okay. Okay. Well, um, before specifically talking about performance art, I want to ask you about the process of starting to produce. I mean, how did you um, start producing art? How did you start doing art? Um, you know, I've kind of been surrounded by art most of my life. Mm -hmm. um, my father was an amateur photographer. And oh. he, he photographed uh, our family and he photographed his friends. Mm -hmm. So I grew up watching him develop and print his black and white photographs in our kitchen back in Russia. And it was, you know, the old school way with the red light and the chemicals. And mm -hmm. he was hanging the prints, you know, on the, with the cloth pens to dry. Uh-huh. So, um, and my mother, you know, she's not an artist, but she loves art and she actually used to collect um, art books. Um, I remember. Uh, so everyone did, uh, everyone had an interest in art in your family. We can say that. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Happened. And actually my yeah. sister, you know, I have an older sister. Mm -hmm. she, she was the first one in my family to actually study art and go to art school. Uh -huh. Oh, that's, that's nice. Mm -hmm. right. And, you know, um, it's been over a year and we're facing a global pandemic. And in addition to this process, we have experienced many intense events, such as the Black Lives Matter movement, the American elections, natural disasters and wars and a lot of other things. Uh, well, um, in this process, how much all these has been reflected in your art? Because, you know, you're in America, you're in mm -hmm. the States. Yeah. So... Uh, I think like you will have a lot to say about these process, these situations. Uh, absolutely. You know, last year yeah. was so eventful. And uh, I actually did two bodies of work that kind of directly reflected what was going on, you know, in the world with the virus and also with the um, protests here in the States. Mm -hmm. So for me, you can almost divide the year, you know, last year into kind of two halves. You know, the first half, uh, we were all in lockdown. Uh, and I made this body of work called Shelter in Place, which is a series of one-hour-long performances. And what I did, I was in my apartment, and um, I performed very simple actions, simple gestures, very repetitive, and I did them for one hour. So I did things like... Um, 
you know, looking at a clock for one hour, looking at my own reflection, you know, washing my hands with soap and water for 59 minutes. And then in the last minute of the hour, I was uh, kind of touching and feeling my face. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like all the things, all these new things that the pandemic brought upon us. And um, I put that into this performance pieces. So they were very slow, very meditative. And then the second half of the year was completely different. You know, that's when yeah. The, yeah. the protest started at the end of May. And there were thousands and thousands of people on the streets you know, I started going out with my camera just to see what was going on, um, take some pictures, try, try to document it. And the energy was uh, completely, you know, different, you know. At the beginning, there were so many skirmishes with police, you know, police vans yeah, set on yeah. fire. And it was uh, um, electric, you know, and chaotic. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. What we see is also that, and I saw your works, some of your works. Um, so yeah, I feel it. So yeah, yeah. But when you know, eventually, sort of, I kind of took a deep breath and looked around, and I saw that this movement was led by you know so many young people, you know, you know, very smart, beautiful, mm-hmm. educated young people who are really out there fighting for their future. And uh, I started taking their portraits, and that's the body of work that I'm working on right now, is portraits of people that I meet on the streets through the Black Lives Matter, and particularly Black, queer, and Black trans lives matter movement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you know that I'm not an artist, and I don't produce anything as arts. And there is one question that I'm so curious about. Uh, While you produce something while you do arts do you try to find a purpose uh, or um, can we uh, find a purpose should we find a purpose for arts for example i do this because of this i do this to show this blah 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 uh okay so um uh, i guess i'll answer the first part of your question uh, first Um, For me, I always work intuitively. So for me, it starts out of some kind of inner, you know, desire just to create work for, you know, whatever reason, I just follow my intuition. And eventually, you know, once you kind of work on a body of work for a while, you start realizing, oh, maybe this is why I'm doing it. And this is what I'm trying to say. And this is what, you know, it's doing for me. So for me, it always starts without any kind of, uh, you know, boundaries upon myself or any kind of questions. It's just pure intuition. And then it takes shape, it takes form, you know, kind of very slowly. Mm -hmm. And the other question you asked, uh, I think the beauty of art is that, you know, it doesn't have any kind of boundaries. We don't need to sign Uh, it any kind of purpose it can just be you know whatever we want it to be and i think it's very individual and for me particularly it's kind of a way i understand the world it's a way i navigate the world and it's the way i understand myself too and my place in the world Okay. okay so 
the place where the collective consciousness and archaic memory make itself most visible is our home of life, our, our bodies. So um, this art, the performance art, uh, a discipline that uses the body as an object, how does it act as a guide in its journey to our inner words? What do you think? Um, interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you did understand my question because I'm not sure if I'm using a perfect English or not. Yeah, so no, I understand. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think the I think performance art where a body is kind of the object and the subject of the work, it is really the most intimate and the most vulnerable vulnerable of art forms there is. And uh, regarding the inner world, um, for example, I did a performance back in 2018 in Dusseldorf, Germany, called Accept Your Penance. And I recreated um, uh, an episode from my childhood. I'm left-handed. And uh -huh. when in Russia, I went to school in post-Soviet Russia. My school teacher asked my mother, my school teacher wanted to make me right-handed. And she asked my mother, when he does homework at home, tie his left hand to his body with a leather belt so he can only write with his right hand. And this is how I did homework for a couple of days. My mother tried it, but I was, you know, very difficult. I was hysterical. I was crying a lot. And my, yeah. my mother eventually gave up and she went back to my teacher and said, you know, you can forget about it. He's going to be left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> and so to this day, I cannot do anything with my right hand. You know, everything that I do is with my left hand. Mm -hmm. So in this performance, you know, many, many, many years later, I recreated the situation and I sat at this um, school chair, or it was kind of a combination of a chair and a desk, and I had my left hand tied to my body with a leather belt, which I borrowed from my father. And I was writing the same sentence over and over with my right hand for two hours. Mm -hmm. And I did this performance three times. Oh. So that was a way to really deal with this episode, with this trauma from my childhood that up until now has been really unresolved. And uh, yeah, that was definitely a journey into my uh, inner self there. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's actually that's a good answer to this question. All right. So, um, in short, um, what is the most basic feature for you that distinguishes performance art from the other branches of art? Uh, I think performance art is so immediate and intimate because you are only using yeah. your body. You really only need your body and an idea, and you can do the work. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, if you're a painter, you know, you need all your supplies, you need the paints, you need the mm -hmm. canvas, you need the subject to paint, like, you need the light to be right, or whatever it is. There's so many variables. Yeah. But to do a performance, you don't need any of that. All you need is yeah. just you. Your body, yeah. yeah. And you're kind of good to go. Oh, yeah. So yeah. for me, you know, performance art is very minimal in that way. It's really stripped mm -hmm. of, um, you know, of everything. And it's very raw and um, mm -hmm. kind of emotional. 
in that way. It's just a new question came to my mm -hmm. mind. Do you ever use any objects while you do while you perform or something like anything? I don't know. Yeah. Any other objects? Yes, I do. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, in the performance that I talked about earlier, except your penance, you know, I used the, the leather yeah. belt and there was a mm -hmm. pen and there was a chair. And then in the body of work, shelter in place that I talked about earlier, mm -hmm. I did use kind of props that I found around my apartment. So there was a mirror, mm -hmm. there was a clock, you know, there was a bucket with soap and water. Um, there was one performance I made where I... Um, taped off a six by six foot um, kind of area in my living room mm -hmm. and here in the states six feet is your social distance that's you're supposed to stay away from people six yeah. six yeah. feet away so mm -hmm. i made this little area in my apartment which was six by six feet and i spent one hour just sort of sitting inside that area and that piece um, is called cage within a cage Mm -hmm. So, yes, I do use objects and I do okay. use props. <laughs> It was just an extra question mm -hmm. came to my mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so we already talked about this, but you know, uh, and you did understand that our new theme is remember your inner world. So um, what do you think about this theme? How do we actually remember about inner world? What should we do? How can we mix it with art and how can we remember it and yeah uh well you know generally speaking i have a terrible memory <laughs> and uh i think uh, i'm sorry what'd you say i said oh, me I too see. same so i actually take a lot of photos you know just with my iphone so i can remember mm -hmm where I was, who was I with, what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And it's really helpful to me to look back at these pictures and kind of refresh my memory. Um, and I think with art, mm -hmm. it's uh, almost the same way because each artwork is kind of like a little time capsule, you know, an emotional uh, time capsule of what I was thinking at the time, what my state of being was, um, the state of my mind was at the time. So I think just looking back at the art that I've done, I can kind of navigate that 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 timeline. Okay, so how would you interpret our journey back to ourselves um, caused by our physical presence trapped by the epidemic process? What do you think? Uh, I think, you know, when the lockdown started, it was such an intense time for everyone. Uh, because we've we've never experienced anything like this. All of a sudden, we had to be home and we couldn't leave, you know, except to go to the store. I live alone, so I was literally by myself for weeks and weeks. You know, I couldn't see my friends. I couldn't see my family. Generally speaking, I do like being alone. I think for artists, it's very important, you know, to have this solitary time. But this was really like another level. You know, I've never experienced that before. Uh, and I do realize that I was privileged, you know, because so many people had to, you know, go out there and be on the front lines, exactly. you know, and exactly. risk their health. And then they came back home and they risked the health of their family. And so I, I do realize that, you know, how privileged my situa situation was.
but still, you know, so just me being home, there was nowhere to go, nothing to do, but to face myself. Mm-hmm. And I think for, yeah. you know, many people, you know, that maybe the first time they really had to, you know, face themselves without any distractions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, yeah. you know, one of the performances that I did during this time is called Confronting Oneself, Unrecognizing Oneself and Accepting Oneself. And that was me looking at myself in the mirror for one hour. And that was a very intense mm-hmm. exercise, you know, and I actually recommend everybody try it. Just look at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror for an hour. And you really go through all these different emotions. And I think the title of the piece really reflects kind of the different thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. that I had doing it. And what do you think about the healing power of art or directly the performance art? I think art can be um, very healing and especially performance art because you are using your body and it can be a tool to work through some, um, you know, inner traumas from your life. You know, one example I gave earlier with the, with, with the, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I think it can be a very effective healing uh, tool. Absolutely. Everyone is trying to put art in certain frames and the value of art and production is constantly being debated. So everyone has an idea about art, about productions, etc. So considering these, did you ever doubt that you were an artist? No, I never doubted that uh, I'm an artist. I don't really even think about that. I don't really question it. I just make work. That's all really I want to do is just make work. And that is how I explore the world. That is how I understand myself. So it was never really a question for me. Now, whether I'm a good artist or not, you know, that's, that's really a question that's, that's on my mind every single day. And, you know, you're you're constantly, you know, question and reevaluate your work and yourself. I totally understand. I just asked because, you know, um, especially the performance art is still a real subject for debates. It's people are still trying to understand what is performance art? What is the meaning? How and why do you use body as a subject and as the object? Uh, So according to this, would you say that art world has accepted performance art by now? Um, if if yes, why? What what do you think? I think absolutely, and not even the art world. I think even the general public has accepted performance art as a legitimate, you know, art form, art medium. Yeah. And you know, we can all probably credit Marina Abramovich for it and her landmark okay. show. The artist is present here at the moment in 2010. I think that's when, because there was so much press and interest about that show, I think that's when mm-hmm. people who never heard anything about performance art, you know, all of a sudden yeah. got interested in it. And there were, you know, lines mm-hmm. around the block of people waiting outside the museum to get in and to yeah. see the exhibit and to sit across. To be involved. Exactly. So, you know, now many years later um 
I think uh, a lot of young artists are experimenting with performance art. You know, it has become a very widespread kind of, um, you know, tool or medium for artists to experiment with. So I think, yeah, to answer your question, yes, it is definitely accepted, <laughs> not even in the art world, but even in the public's, you know, mind. So what do you think about the power of art? How does art connect people? Uh, and also, we just talked about the performance of Abramovich. The artist is present. Uh, can we say that there is also a... a she shows a connection between the artist and the public because for what i understand is in that performance abramovich is showing an emotional a direct connection with the with the audience with the with the public so yeah what do you think can we say that and what do you in general what do you think about this powerful connection that art is creating with between the artist and the public uh, well, I think you you know you made an interesting point. There was definitely such a connection between Marina and whoever was sitting across from her, and there were no words exchanged. You know, there was no language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No speaking. And just... I think that's the main thing about art is that you don't need language. You know, I don't I don't need to exactly. speak Chinese or Japanese or Italian or German or whatever. Exactly to understand what artists from those countries are communicating through their work. And, you know, that's such a beautiful thing about art is that it really transcends those geographic or any kind of man-made, you know, boundaries. And it really speaks to everyone on a, some sort of higher universal emotional uh, plane. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, it does connect people um, like that. Okay, so my final question. Would you like to tell a bit about your upcoming projects? Do you have any plans? Uh, I think I touched upon this uh, a little bit in the beginning. You know, right now I'm really focused on continuing to do my series of portraits, um, you uh -huh. know, from the protests. And the protests are still happening here every week, and I still go out every week. Um, it is... Uh, not a moment, it is a movement. And mm -hmm. um, that is, has really been my focus for the past eight months. And right now I'm yeah. sort of trying to organize all that work. I'm trying to put it together into some kind of cohesive um, you know, shape, portfolio or like a little dummy book so I can show to people. And, you know, hopefully one day it might be a, a book publication or an exhibit and yeah. Yeah, I will keep you updated. <laughs> okay, yes, please. <laughs> well, Stas, thank you so much. Thank you for this lovely q &A. My pleasure. Thank you as well. <laughs>